Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. Well, I was baptized as an infant into the Lutheran Church. I grew up in a charismatic Pentecostal Assemblies of God Church in my hometown of Fillmore, California. It's a long story. I shared my Pentecostal upbringing with my classmates at Freshman Orientation at Westmont College in Santa Barbara. It was only the second or third day in we just met. Most of them were Presbyterians. Few of us were sitting around the table in the dining commons, getting ready to eat lunch. Before the meal, we all bowed our head in silent prayer. And when I looked up, they were all staring at me. There was an awkward silence. There was an awkward pause as I looked at them and they looked at me. And then finally, one of them said, actually said, "We were waiting for you to speak in tongues." I don't remember exactly what I said in response. I think I was too caught off guard to say anything. But I do remember thinking, it doesn't work that way. At least not in my experience. My experience of the Holy Spirit is not a public curiosity, but a life-giving connection with our life-giving God. The inexplicable feeling of the good and gracious and immediate presence of the Lord, the power to comprehend with all the saints the boundless love of Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit who filled the disciples on the day of Pentecost. Imagine you are one of the disciples in that room on that day praying with your friends in a home in Jerusalem, which is currently crowded with people there to celebrate the festival of Pentecost, sharing your stories of the life, ministry, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, remembering the words of Jesus spoken only 10 days prior, just before he ascended into heaven, that the Holy Spirit will come and give you and your fellow disciples the power to proclaim the good news to people all over the world. And then hearing something coming, feeling the rush of the wind through the house, seeing your friends illuminated with the appearance of flames, suddenly being able to speak an unfamiliar language and pouring out into the streets and speaking the gospel in that language to a large and astonished crowd. Think main stage Coachella in our context. Some of whom think you are drunk. I feel the need to acknowledge here that for some of us, this may be difficult to imagine. There are Christian individuals and entire Christian denominations who hold that these gifts of the Spirit 
speaking in tongues or prophecy or even healing are now defunct. They were for the church back then, but they're not for the church today. But I don't see their expiration date in Scripture. I believe the Spirit still moves. The Spirit still speaks to us and through us. The Spirit is still working in this world in healing and wondrous and mysterious ways. And so the Spirit is God, the third person of the Trinity. One God, three persons, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, who are a relationship, a community of eternal and divine love. The Holy Spirit, as the Nicene Creed declares, is the Lord, the giver of life, the one in whom we live and move and have our being. In our context, perhaps we don't often pray to the Holy Spirit, but we certainly could. The Hebrew word for spirit, ruach, and the Greek word for spirit, pneuma or pneuma, in both languages also means wind and breath. The wind of God who moved over the waters of creation and brought the world into existence and sustains all life on earth. The breath of God who fills our lungs and sustains us. I invite you to take a deep breath. Let it out. How does that feel? It's such good advice to take a few deep breaths when we're feeling scared or anxious or uncertain. The Spirit who spoke through the prophets the comforting and challenging words of the Lord we still have today in Scripture. The Spirit experienced as wind and fire on the day of Pentecost. When we speak of fire, this might first bring to mind its destructive qualities. But it's important to keep in mind that fire is also life-giving. Fire that gives light and enables us to see. The sun, for example. Fire that gives heat and enables us to live. I cook over fire on my stove every day. Fire that refines and enables us to shine. In the words of St. Ambrose, also in the Acts of the Apostles, the Holy Spirit descended upon the faithful in the image of fire. This is a fire which, as with gold, makes what is good better and devours sin as stubble. We wear red on Pentecost Sunday to represent the fire of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit who illuminated and empowered and inspired Peter as he preached his sermon on the day of Pentecost. Once again, imagine you are there, one of the disciples, in that perplexed and amazed crowd as Peter steps forward and explains 
First, that you're not drunk because it's only 9 o'clock in the morning. And second, that what's happening here is the fulfillment of God's promise to pour out the Holy Spirit on all people, men and women, young and old, slave and free. Note the expansive and inclusive nature of that list. The Holy Spirit breaking through all our human barriers of age, gender, ethnicity, nationality, language, class, social status, so that all may speak and all may hear the truly good news of life eternal and abundant in Jesus Christ. Good news of great joy for all people in all places, in all times. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The Holy Spirit unites us in our wondrous diversity. The Holy Spirit invites us into beloved community and fosters our community growth. The Holy Spirit opens our hearts and minds to see God and to see the image of God in every human being whom God dearly loves. The Holy Spirit, as the Apostle Paul writes in Romans 8, reminds us that we are God's beloved children, heirs with Christ, inheritors of the promise of life, the Holy Spirit, as Jesus tells the disciples, as we heard in John 14, is the advocate, the counselor, the comforter, who is for us and with us forever, who gives us peace that guards our hearts and minds, who guides us in the truth, if only we will listen. After Peter preached his Pentecost sermon, some 3,000 people heard and welcomed the message and were baptized and the Christian church was born. This is the day we celebrate the birthday of the church, formed and empowered and inspired by the Holy Spirit from that day to this. I was teaching a confirmation class one Sunday afternoon a few years ago, and as we were discussing the Trinity and how the Holy Spirit is God, the third person of the Trinity, one of the students said, but what is the Holy Spirit? And I said, the still small voice that prompts you to do the right thing, the wise advice of a good friend, that feeling you get in a beautiful place, the company of people you love, the breeze on your face, the warmth of being in sacred space. There is no single definition large enough for the Holy Spirit who transcends our understanding but not our experience. Who filled 
the disciples on the day of Pentecost and empowered them as the Spirit empowers us to do the good work and speak the good news of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit who fills and sustains and empowers and illuminates and inspires our lives. The Holy Spirit who is God with us and for us forever. Come, Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.